Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Ladies on the Loose with your hosts Tasha and Callie. And today we are going to be doing things a little bit differently. Um, I don't know too much about this, but Callie, go ahead and explain what we're doing today. All right, listeners, today we are going to play the We're Not Really Strangers game. And I don't know if you guys uh, follow this account on Instagram, but it's my favorite account. And basically, it's a card game where um, there's like a bunch of questions that you can use to get to know one another. So there's like three levels. Like the first one's like like perception, and then the second one, it's more like it kind of digs deeper. So we thought it would be fun to try it out. All righty. So let's go ahead and get into that. All right. Okay. So the first question we have to answer for each other is, what was your first impression of me? First impression. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, who wants to go first? Or do you, you want me? First? You want me to go first? Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. So the way how Callie and I met was actually our fresh, our college freshman orientation, and I think if I remember this correctly, we I think we were like they were showing us like a computer lab, and they told us to like get ready to group up and go to like another area on campus. And me and this other girl, we were talking about how we were confused about something. And then I think you came up and you like started like asking us questions. And you were like, yeah, I feel the same way. And then um, I think the last part was like when you were at the student union and then you were like, oh my gosh, we all have to like exchange numbers and like keep in touch like over the summer. I mean, overall, like, I thought, like, okay, this girl, like, she seems super cool, super nice. Like, I think we're going to get along. But, like, if you're asking, like, my very, very, very first impression, I remember I was, like, picking out, like, roommates for the dorms. And I, like, saw your profile. (laughs) And you linked your Twitter on, like, the bio thing. And so obviously, like, I looked you up and I saw your page and I was like, okay, I am not cool enough for this girl (laughs) to be roommates with her. And then the funny thing is, is that sophomore year I was roommates with you. I know. It's crazy because honestly, like, Sasha, like, you Uh were the first person to say that to me because I remember, like, our other friend, Mm -hmm. um, she told me that like she found my page too in the roommate portal mm-hmm. clicked on my twitter and immediately said nope but then like we all ended up becoming friends anyways but that's <laughs> like the funniest thing ever um my first impression of you i remember thinking like you seemed like really um like kind mm-hmm. and you seemed like okay i thought you were really pretty so i was <laughs> like oh my gosh dale <laughs> I also thought you were Ethiopian for a little bit. Oh I'm not even going to lie. I was like, should I start talking to her in Amharic? Like, do you think she'll answer? Oh, my God. <laughs> but um, you, you seemed like a very calming presence. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you, you just lay low, um, sweet girl. So that was what I initially thought of you. Aww. Second question, um, what do you think my strength is? Your strength. Ooh, I think 
one of your best strengths is, is that you can bring like the comedy to like any situation, like anything that like, even if it's like supposed to be like sad and depressing, like you know how to make light of the situation. And like, I appreciate that just because like, you need to like appreciate like the fun parts of life, you know? And girl, you make me laugh so many times. My cheeks are so <laughs> 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 that's so sweet that's actually the sweetest compliment ever okay your strength I uh-huh. think I um I always say you're like the voice of reason oh uh, and yeah. I love that because I feel like there's a lot of times where I get like stressed and like I overthink and I start freaking out like I start spamming Tasha's phone when like all caps <laughs> talking about oh my god like like what do I do blah 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 and she always finds a way to kind of like bring me down from that and just be like, hold on, just like take a deep breath. Like, let's think about this like rationally. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I also think your strength um, is like, you're very like diplomatic, like you're mm-hmm. fair. Like you're always, I, I feel like you're a pretty good like middleman. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Like you like to take like both sides of the story and just kind of find like a common ground which I mm-hmm. think is, like, a very, like, rare thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, what does my Instagram tell you about me? Oh, if I, like, didn't know you personally and I was just basing it off of your Instagram, I would just think that you would, like, display, like, this, like, boss girl, like, personality, like, I know where it's at, like, I know my stuff, and I will do anything to get there, and I don't play any game. Period, Tasha. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd say for you, like, your Instagram, like, I feel like um, it told me that you're, like, really outgoing. Um, really? And that, yes, and that you're, like, a blogger, like, influencer. Like, really? I don't know, like, when I look at your page, okay, not, like, uh-huh. your feed is so cute, but also it's just, like, um, a lot of your pictures, like, you're in groups or, like, you uh-huh. know what I mean? And that just makes you look really outgoing out there. Like, you're really the really? life of the party. I mean, which you are. I'm just uh-huh. saying, like, if I didn't know you, I'd be like, damn. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Next question. Something that brought a smile. Okay, wait. You, mm-hmm. you need to like complete this question. Like, there's a blank at the end. Oh, but it okay. says something that brought a smile to my face this week was blank. Oh, um, I, I don't know. This week has been kind of chaotic for me. I mean. I guess being able to wake up this morning and have my iced coffee. I don't know. Period. Honestly, I haven't had coffee in so long. I'm having withdrawals. Um, <laughs> but I'd say for me, um, like, uh, I don't, I, I think I texted you this, Tasha, but I was oh, telling yeah. Tasha about how, like, the past two days, I don't mm-hmm. know why, but, like, I was in the spunk. I was like, what oh, even yeah. is the point of, like, anything? Um, but then just talking to my friends. Um, oh, yeah, and, yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, hearing their voices and mm-hmm. just, like, getting my mind off of things. Like, that really brought a smile to my face. Next question. 
Do I seem like someone who would get a name tattooed on myself? Why no. Why no. No. <laughs> no. I think I can answer this for both of us. Like, neither of us know. We no. would not, not in a billion years do that. Never. I honestly don't think, like, it, even if I was married, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't get my own name tattooed. I wouldn't get my spouse's name tattooed. I wouldn't even get my kids' names tattooed. Like, no. No. Like, I feel like, not to, like, put to shame other people that do that, but I just feel like when you do that, you're just, like, I don't know. Remember in like history class, like as kids, like you would like when you would talk about like, I don't know, like the Western life and like country stuff and like Mm -hmm. people with horses, they would take I forgot how the technique is, but they basically like burn like an iron thingy and they like stamp it on the horse. Like, I don't know why, but I just feel like that would be how I would perceive myself to be. If I get like somebody's name on me, you know, literally, period, Sasha, <laughs> hitting us with the mystery facts. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, for me, like not to call myself out or anything, mm-hmm. but honestly, at the end of the day, with how scared I am of commitment, like I just don't think uh-huh. that that would ever be like an option. I don't mean no. like c- commitment only when like relationships. I-, I don't know what's wrong with me. Like there's just something that always be holding me back. And I think that little thing that's holding me back <laughs> is just, it will never allow me to just get anyone's name tattooed. Um, and like, honestly, like what, what would happen if we break up? Exactly. Like, am I supposed to get it removed? I heard that's which. Painful. Yeah, which, first of all, it's, I think, more painful and more expensive to get it removed. Right. So, like, why would you want to go through all of that, you know? Honestly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, okay, next question. Which one of your parents' personality traits do you want to either keep or let go of? Keep or let go of? Um, I would say... One thing that I, like, from my parents' like traits that I would want to keep is, like, my dad, he enjoys comedy as well, and he likes to just make light of the situation, and I don't know, that would be something that either, I mean, you said to pass on. I mean, like, something that either to pass on or a trait that I would look for in a partner. Some, someone that can make me laugh, you know? That's amazing. Honestly, if someone makes you laugh, like, that, that's one of my, like, key defining things in a relationship. I mean, yeah. obviously, they are, like, the big picture things, okay? I'm not just going to overlook a bunch of red flags just because they're funny. Yeah. But... Oh my gosh, that is the best. Like when someone just brings the best out in you and just makes light of situations, it makes things easier, mm-hmm. you know? Um, for me, okay, in terms of keeping, um, I'd say like with my dad, like kind of like your dad, um, mm-hmm. he can be like funny. He can be goofy sometimes. Like there were days like growing up where he'd like, just like burst into my brother and I's rooms and just start dancing and like playing music and he's like Uh good morning get up like let's get it going and um I I love that um because that like really used to make my day and then something that I would like to let go of is okay so my mom is someone who always feels like she has to be doing something 
Like, oh yeah, same with my mom as well. Like, if she sees you sitting, she'll she'll just get irked. She'll be like, why aren't you up and like doing things? Like, there's so much to get done. Mm-hmm. You know, like the kitchen needs cleaning, like the floors need cleaning. I mean, just it's crazy. But I think like that's really why. Um, you know, when I do take the time to rest and just kind of lay low, like there's this mm-hmm. like guilt I feel. Exactly. I think, like, yeah, because you feel like, oh, I need, to, I should be doing something, you know, because exactly. like, maybe your mom is the same way. But like, my mom is like the type of person that like what you said, she's always doing something. And she doesn't really watch TV, like at all to the point that she doesn't even know how to operate the TV. So like, if she watches the TV, it's probably like, during Christmas time, and that's maybe only for, like, 45 minutes. Other than that, like, the rest of the year, she's, like, always doing something, you know? Exactly. Now, I think our moms are actually pretty pretty alike in that, because my mom doesn't know how to work our remote either. She never, like, I feel like um, she's always just focused on, like, just, you know, getting things done and make sure things are running correctly, which I appreciate, because mm-hmm. honestly, without my mom, I think this whole household will <laughs> fall apart. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, um, but, yeah, no, I think definitely, I always tell her, I think j- just the way um, she always tries to think ahead, even, and try to solve problems before they come up and stuff, mm-hmm. um, I feel a lot of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. In, in me as well. Um, okay, next question. What would your younger self not believe about your life today? I don't know, like, not to go, like, dark or anything, but I know, like, my younger self, especially, like, in middle school, that was not a good time for me. So I probably wouldn't even imagine, like, where I'm at today, the fact that, like, I'm living with some of my closest college friends and like I've made so many friendships like this far. I'm close to all these people and like just all the experiences that I've had in the past years. My younger self probably would not believe like, oh my gosh, like she really did that. That's amazing. I know. And that's beautiful. I was going to say like what one thing we kind of share like from our past is the fact that um middle school was probably the one of the hardest times in our lives um in terms of like self-esteem and I can relate with what you said Tasha like in middle school I was I just remember being like super like insecure for the longest time I literally wanted to be like anybody but me you know what I mean like and it was just and I felt like I didn't have like a lot of self-confidence exactly and I I I was also really quiet, really shy, like didn't talk a lot. Yeah, same here. Girl, but that also. Oh, sorry to cut you off. <laughs> no, you're good. You can go. You're okay. fine. Um, I was going to say, because like going back to what you were saying about really quiet, it just reminded me, because like I was the same way in middle school. I was so quiet to the point that like, I would only talk if I had to like participate in class or like it was to my friends. Other than that, I really just wouldn't outwardly go out of my way to talk to you. And like some of the people, so I went to a private school in middle school. And so there was only eight of us. So it was, we were pretty, pretty small. 
And some of the people in my class, they thought that, oh, the reason why I'm so, like, quiet is because I'm a Russian spy. And, like, the platypus, <laughs> like, lives underneath my basement. Like, they made this, like, whole theory. I'm telling you. Okay, let me tell you. Kids in middle school are brutal. Literally. Like, that's really just why we were like this. But I think now, like just seeing where I'm at now, I feel like my younger self would be so proud of me because I have become like way more confident Mm -hmm. and I like stand up for myself. Um, I I'm honest with people, you know what I mean? Like if they do something that like irks me, I'm just like, Hey, like you really did this thing. I didn't like it. It made me feel this way, but like, how can we move forward? You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, like overall, just happy to be in my own skin now. Like I don't wish I was anyone else. Mm-hmm. It's just um yes okay so next question um do you think I've ever been in love? <laughs> um, cause like there's different like okay being in love that means like the definition for that it changes as you age. So maybe like you felt like you were in love maybe like when you were younger. Um, I mean, yeah, I I think. I don't, I don't know, but I want to assume maybe so. <laughs> um, okay. Or maybe just oh, not in the definition that we would, like, define it, like, right now in this moment. You know? Exactly. No. Um, I'll answer this, and then I'll tell you, like, wh- how I think for you as well. Okay. I-, I feel like we're, we're so close that we already know this answer, <laughs> but I- I'm just curious, like, behind, like, the reasoning. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Um definitely I've never been in love have there been times where I was like obsessed and infatuated with Mm -hmm. someone to the point where I thought maybe I could be in love Uh yes but now you know looking back um after those experiences I'm like no yeah I I wasn't but like at the time when you're going through it you feel like you're especially like when you're younger and you're like infatuated with people like you feel like that's the case but then when you get older and you look back it's just like nah that definitely was not it (laughs) but you see the thing is that I feel like that definition changes like as you get older you know it does I think when you get older you you start looking at life through a more like realistic mm-hmm. uh, lens. You know what I mean? Like when I was younger, let me tell you, Tasha, because you know, I used to be a hopeless romantic. I mean, ask anyone. Uh-huh. I have every Nicholas Sparks book. Oh my god! Like I own it. I've watched every like movie, every like rom com and stuff. And I think growing up, I had this like weird like idea of love where it it was just like dramatic mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I'm just like wow like one day I'm just I'm, I'm just gonna be sitting at this cafe and like this guy's just gonna like sweep me off my feet and just you know <laughs> right off into the sunset and it's just like life doesn't have to be like that. like you know what I mean it's like there's depending on the person like you'll have like different experiences, experiences yeah you know what I mean and it's not always gonna feel the same way mm-hmm. um like, yeah, no, I don't know. And also, like, I used to think always, like, oh, my gosh, if you're in love, like, that's all it takes um, for a relationship to work out. But growing up, I mean, now, actually, in this position that I'm in, um, I feel like that's not true, that you can love each other a lot, but then there's other factors that can determine whether or not that relationship will last 
you know, like, what are your beliefs? Like, mm-hmm. what are your goals? Like, what do you, um, you know what I mean? Like, how many kids do you want to have? Yeah. Like, do you want to get married? I mean, these are, um, like, fundamental things that people should agree on. That and also, you can also grow out of love for somebody. But then the thing is, is that are you able to get back into that point? And are you willing to fight to be in that position where you're in love with them again? And for some people, like, they just want to take the easy way out. You know, when things, like, don't go their way, they just run the opposite direction, you know? Right. I always say, like, uh, another thing is patience. Obviously, like, no one is perfect. Like, no matter how much you love someone, there's always going to be some things, like, within, I don't know, like, their personality that, that, like, everyone has that you're just like, "Mm," like, I'm kind of annoyed. But I always say, like, for every one, like, bad thing or, like, annoying thing, there needs to be, like, five good things. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you know, we're not perfect. So definitely just um, being patient with people, um, giving them chances and not putting them on a pedestal. Mm Because when you put someone on a pedestal, I feel like you're setting them up to like disappoint you. Yeah, exactly. Next question. Okay. What is, okay, what would be the hardest part about dating you? The hardest part? Um, I think probably would be gaining my trust just because for me personally, I, I, I like to view myself as a pretty loyal person, but just in the past with like, just like friendship wise and things not like not gaining the trust that I put in other people, it um, basically has put me in this position where I'm not going to freely give you my trust and my loyalty unless you prove to yourself that like, hey, I'm invested and I will like be loyal to you. You know, like, I don't know, like loyalty is like one of the biggest things for me just because and and time as well, quality time as well. But loyalty, yeah, I would I would say that. Okay, that's really good. No, I felt that. Um, for me, I would say like a little bit of what you said about gaining my trust mm-hmm. is hard because I at the end of the day, I mean, like no one wants to get hurt. I'm always scared about getting hurt because it always takes me forever to get over it. Like, you know, d- depending on like the magnitude of yeah. like the relationship where we were. Um, but I guess maybe the hardest part about dating me, it's actually at the very like initial um, time, you know, when we're like talking and stuff. And it's the fact that I always somehow I always try to find something wrong with the circumstances really yeah like like not necessarily in the person but I'm always like oh my gosh okay I I was telling Tasha with the last guy I was um talking to initially I was just like very spooked because I was like you know um we just have like too many mutual friends um, I know someone who like used to like him, so mm-hmm. I have to be like loyal. Like I, 
I, I just be thinking about like every single scenario <laughs> that could possibly go wrong. And then I try to use that as a way to somehow, um, I don't know, I, I guess end it before it even starts. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, but yes, I think like that's something I'm trying to work on. But I also think that's just, you know me, I'm just like an overthinker. I just want to try to avoid problems before they even come up. So um, yeah, but I've learned... Um, to kind of live in the moment that I can't always live my life being worried about what's to come, like what will happen, you know, a week from now, like a year from now, um, and just take things day by day and seeing how we can grow. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. What was the lesson in your most recent painful experience? Oh, yeah, I know this one is hard. Oh, um, well, okay. You know, I'll, okay, I like to block this out of my memory, but you know, for the sake of the podcast, (laughs) I'll pull it out of the files. So last October, um, I don't even want to call this like a date. It was probably, I would term it as a bad, just a really bad hangout to shorten the story. Um, so basically there's this guy that DM'd me on Instagram and like we were talking and then he said that he wanted to meet me. And so, um, at the time I was like, okay, the thing is, is that I don't have my car with me in college. So I didn't want to waste using an Uber to like go somewhere. So I decided that let's meet at a coffee shop like near my school so that I could just walk from class. And then by that way, if I wanted to leave, I have I like I'm in the position to <laughs> Oh my god, you guys, I'm so sorry. That that was my brother. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like a dog and was like, what? Literally. Oh my god, that's a literal monkey. He was going, oh, oh, ah, ah. That's so sick. Sorry, I'm sorry, Plastic. You know, um, where was I? Oh, yeah. So, like, I wanted to be in the position that if it goes bad, which you could tell from, like, me in the tone of this, that it did go bad, but, like, in the position where I need to leave, I can leave when I want to. And I didn't want him to know where I lived anyway, because I'm like, I don't know you. And he doesn't go to the same school that we do. So anyway, I show up and he was already late, which I, I don't know. I have this thing about people being late. Like I told him that, hey, I will be five minutes late because my class usually lets out late because I had a lab. And he told me like, yeah, that's fine. And I show up and he like was not there and I was expecting him to like already be there. So I'm like, okay, that's already one tick mark, but you know, I'm going to let that slide. (laughs) And then like the other thing is, is that, you know, when you, I don't know, like uh, he came and he sat down and I could tell that he was like really nervous and I tried to make the situation so that like, he would feel comfortable, but I don't know, like he was just so nervous. Like I, and I'm not the type of person that like talks for like long periods of time. Like, you know me, Kelly, like I don't do that. 
I felt like at the end of this like thing, whatever it is, I felt like I ran like a marathon because like that's I talked straight for the whole entire time. And I think like for a full hour and don't even tell me how like it ended up making it to an hour because like I don't want to be like I I don't want, I didn't want it to be rude and check on my phone and so I checked my phone once during this whole thing and when I checked the time I'm like oh my gosh your girl needs to go <laughs> so I made up an excuse being like hey so I actually have class so I need to like get ready and leave and Oh my gosh. There were other things too that was just like, I didn't agree on a lot of stuff. And he, uh, no, it was not good. And by the end of that, I was like, okay, I think I know what, like, I have a better idea of what I'm looking for in people. (laughs) That's true. You know, and that was like, okay, the thing is, is that I've never been on a date before. So, like, technically speaking, that would have been my first date, but I, I really don't want to count that as my first date just because it was a horrible experience. You really are trying to put that in the dimensional files. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I don't even blame you. Honestly, um, that, that's the one positive thing that comes from, like, going on dates, um, just talking to people, is over time, mm-hmm. those experiences teach you what you like, what you don't like, how you want to be treated, what things you find um, important to you and go, you know, so on. Um, I'd say for me, um, I guess a lesson of my most recent painful experience, um, like I need to hold myself and those around me accountable Mm -hmm. and make sure that in relationships and friendships, like respect and honesty are mutual. Um, because all relationships run on a fine balance. So paying attention to those things is um and then the very last question okay to wrap it all up um is how can you be kinder to yourself today um i would say first of all i think this goes back to the question where we were talking about traits about our parents that we would keep or um not keep um because especially during this time of quarantine I feel like I need to be doing a lot of productive stuff, but then at the same time, I don't feel like doing that. And so I'm always in this constant battle, like, hey, you really should be doing a lot more stuff in your day. Like, why why are you acting like this? But then, I don't know, like, I feel like I should be a little bit more easier on myself And the thing is, is that, yes, this is a confusing and difficult time. But at the same time, I don't want to come out of this thinking like, oh, I could have used my time for like a lot more stuff, you know. So one of the things that I've been doing is trying to be active. I And I've been good, like me and my roommate, what we do is we try to do at least half an hour of a workout every day, whether that be um, just doing home workout videos, which I highly recommend um, following like Chloe Ting's workouts on YouTube. Um, Those videos are 
really beneficial. But other than that, we will sometimes go to the park and just do a jog or run. And that also really helps because, and that's another thing too, that I shouldn't put too much pressure on myself, but I just don't want to come out of this quarantine looking crusty. That is the thing. Girl, period. And I need to get on that Tasha Bills wave because <laughs> I really, um, okay, th- this is like off topic a little bit, uh-huh. but what was it? Like two weeks ago, we decided to do an at-home Zoom workout oh with friends, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> I got so tired. Let me tell you, first of all, that was my first time moving in about two weeks. So I was just sitting on my ass, just Netflix binging, eating snacks. I mean, I really wasn't moving a lot. So finally, like our bodybuilder friend, Luke, um, he was like, you guys, we're going to do an at-home workout. Everyone log on. We're going to do legs. We're going to do squats. We're going to do lunches, like lunges, not lunches. <laughs> and, <laughs> and let me tell y'all, about halfway through, I gave up. And I turned my camera thinking well, like you it, it thought, was not facing you me. You thought you did, but I just see this girl <laughs> in the corner of my screen. You started doing it and then you just plopped on the couch. <laughs> you know, the worst part was that I didn't think you could see me. Um, so I was just like, I just plopped out on the couch, pulled out my phone. I was just like, screw this. I'm tired or whatever. Whole time, you know, and then Tasha texts me afterwards like, girl, I was dying every time I see you begin a workout and then just plop out on the couch. Oh, my God. It's triggering. Okay. But anyways, I guess the one way that I could be kinder to myself is um, not letting others' um, actions towards me be a reflection of like my like self-esteem or whatever Mm -hmm. like I don't want it like I don't want to blame myself for other people's actions which in the past like I'd be like oh like so and so did me dirty like what's wrong with me like why wasn't I good enough like what could I have done you know what I mean and like I've learned that sometimes like people's decisions like I I don't know but but like it has to do more with them sometimes like yes it's good to take responsibility and accountability for things um that you could improve on like 100 percent. but sometimes you know people's actions are just a reflection of maybe like where they're at in their lives and just like you know how they are and then also um i need to accept that like everything happens for a reason and um i can just go along with whatever life's gives me and it's okay for things to not go as planned all the time okay listeners that is all for today um I really liked playing this game I kind of want to get um like the actual game like the stack and hopefully after this whole quarantine thing is over just get with all of our friends yeah, in a big group yeah. and I didn't play this, um, but I enjoyed this time, Tasha. Thank you for joining us, listeners, and we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye.